listening to the Duo Sports and Stuff Podcast. Here are your hosts, Deontay Epps and Dane Beasley. Welcome to episode... I don't even know what episode this is going to be, Say bro. 27.5? 27.5. I don't Impossible. know. Impossible. Eventually, I'm going to... I don't know. This is another episode of the Duo Sports and Stuff Podcast. And, Dane, we are in Dallas, Texas. Face-to-face for the first time. I love you. Socially distanced, of Of course. Of course. You know, we have taken the right precautions. Most of them, at least. (laughs) As far as um, everything, as far as COVID and being safe. Um, But thank you to the lovely people here at Hello Studios here in downtown Dallas. They have lent us um, their studio for this episode for us to record in, man. How does it feel? Like I feel like this makes us... Like close to being official, like on the come up. Can I brag for a little bit? Nah, I, I think you gotta wait until you get like some sort of blue check on some sort of social media before it becomes like official. But I feel like this is a step in the right direction. Yeah. And again, shout out to them for treating us so nice. Yeah, and getting us set up and just being very, very, very cordial, real down to earth folks. Yeah, so. for sure. And shout out to my sister in law, Christiana, for hooking us up as well. Um, and we are live. Well, when you hear this, it won't be live, but we're, we're in Dallas, Texas, and this is another episode of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. Yes, sir. We appreciate everyone that's shown us love and support these past few weeks, um, especially with our last couple of guests with uh, Master Tesfastian. We really appreciate him coming on, and we've really connected with him afterwards. Um, we have scheduled ESPN analyst, former NFL veteran Marcus Spears, Next week, we did have him scheduled for this week, but um, with our next topic we're going to talk about, he had mm-hmm. to hop on Sports Center during the time we wanted to record with him. So. More pressing matters. Of yeah, course. you know, not trying to mess with the duo right now. Yeah. It's more pressing matters. The small time. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> the big three and four letter names. Right. <laughs> no problem with that. Exactly. Um, no disrespect. Yeah, no. We'll, we'll get him on eventually. Uh, hopefully next week, if nothing else crazy going on. Um, but Dane, it it has been some crazy stuff going on. Yeah, as man. far as the NFL, Who could have predicted all of this. Man, oh, oh, I see where you're going with this one. <laughs> I see where you're going with this one. Um, Cam Newton this morning. Cam, our Superman quarterback for the New England Patriots, tested positive for COVID nineteen as a kryptonite, and they were scheduled to face off against the Kansas City Chiefs tomorrow in Kansas City Sunday. The game's been yeah. postponed. Would have been a great matchup. Had Cam versus uh, Patrick Mahomes. Two MVPs. Two MVPs. But now, Dane, it's, it's, it's canceled. Or, correction, it's postponed till yeah. Monday, Tuesday. But that's with, just with, weird. With, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to get your thoughts on this. With everything that we know about COVID right. and for him to test positive Saturday before the game, you're, you've been practicing all week with your teammates. Right. You've been around your coaches all week. Right. And then right now they're saying that, you know, nobody else has tested positive, but you got to take know the, of. It's right. like the, there's like a, there's like a, uh, not a delay or a, a layover of like a few days. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. A layover a few days before they can determine if anybody else tested positive. But yeah, my question for you, let me answer your question that you're going to ask me. <laughs> My question for you is, what was he doing? I mean, we obviously don't know too much more about, you know, COVID-19 than what we've been told from the CDC. And then, of course, from all of these different, you know, health professionals in the past few months. Um, dang, it was almost a year coming up. Huh? Man. OK, but we don't know too much about it. So it's like 
how do we determine how or why he was the only one that tests positive? Yeah. Or maybe they're, you know, everyone else is asymptomatic. And what was it? Was it an outing after? A right. Wait. Yeah, they got the dub. So was it an outing after the victory? Something somebody in his family did pass it off to him? Or are we expecting more people? Right. It's, it's a lot of uncertainty. And I was listening on the way up to the drive from a few analysts. And it's like they, the and we talked about this a lot during our episodes as far as can a bubble work in the NFL and several bubbles, some say yes some say no I've heard regional bubbles in market cities and you've seen it with um the NBA in the yeah. bubble or they're in one specific location true and it's always going to be that debate can this work in the NFL you have more staff more players than people in the NBA obviously and so confining them to one area I mean, if I think it could be possible if you have people committed to it, right? And that's under, the thing. Yeah, right, understanding. Have to acknowledge it is, yeah, it's actually I mean, a real threat, right? And the way the NFL, you know, we 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 did applaud them the last few weeks as far as not having positive tests, but most of us you do. you yeah. And I was just about to kick it to you. You said <laughs> at, at what week did you say? Well, what did you say before For the before? record? Friends, family, followers, and dear friends. Uh, there's a certain someone, myself, don't mean to brag or go on about this. I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. It's a few weeks ago, a few podcasts ago, maybe around episode 24, maybe 25. I can't remember exactly. Somebody uh, remembers what episode there was. Uh, I, I got $5 that I'll give to you, cash up. Well, Deontay has $5. <laughs> but point being, I thought in all of my... Uh, Wisdom is, that's what you want to call it. I believe that this whole COVID-19 stuff was going to catch up to the NFL within just a few short weeks. My first prediction was by week three, it was going to be shut down um, because of exposure. There wasn't, there wasn't any kind of concept of having a regional bubble or anything like that. But a week after that, I changed my mind and I said, maybe about week four, we're probably going to see everything shut down because of, of course, it's contagious in, in the way that we just know so little about it right now. But right now, obviously, the Titans and then, of course, the Vikings and now possibly more teammates and maybe teammate officials from the Patriots organization are impacted by this particular global pathogen. So. Right. And we would say, like, we they've had positive tests for players already. Right. But none to the stature of Cam Newton. This is... No. Would you say he's the biggest star in the so NFL far, to have yeah. it, right? Absolutely. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't think anybody he else. Still has. Well, I mean, that, Zeke got it earlier, but he's well, been fine. The, oh, actually, during the season. Right. Yeah, just right, thus right. far during the season. AJ so, Terrell from the Falcons, he had it, but mm-hmm. he's just a rookie. It's going to be interesting to see what they do from this point because Cam, you know, he's still a star in this league, believe it or not. And, you know, he had a rough couple of patches, but he's a star in the league. Yeah. And... I don't think, and I, I pulled up a tweet from our last guest, Master, and what did he say? Uh, he had re, uh, retweeted the Adam Schefter tweet about Cam Newton being out, and he was he was saying, at what point does the NFL realize this plan isn't good? Yeah. The NFL should reschedule Patriots Chiefs out of precaution, which they just did. Right, but it's going to have a domino I, effect, though. I don't know, like not. right? And I don't know if you can, and I think they. Postpone it till Tuesday. I don't know if they even made that announcement yet, but that this is something like we've seen COVID, the effect it has on the country. Yeah. 
I don't think a one or two day postponement is gonna be interesting. And Dane, if y'all can't, well, we, you obviously we can't, can't see, see it, me. But, but Dane's I'm doing the, the, the money hands right Johnny now. Johnny Manziel celebration. The the, the, it's all about the money. If I'm going to, if my investment, I'm expecting it to return hundreds of, well, not well, in the long run, hundreds of millions of dollars. If I were to skip out on one of the most polarizing matchups of the season, postpone it to, you know, weeks out, there's no telling what type of injuries are going to happen, what type of suspensions will happen by then and now. We have no idea, or the, the NFL owners and the powers that be, they have no idea what would be happening in the future. And there's the NFL itself is so short-sighted. Okay. This seems like the best-case scenario a few days, and that's not – was it who's his backup quarterback? Is it Jason Jason Stidham? Uh, Jared Nobody? Stidham, Jared. For, former Auburn and Baylor okay. quarterback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You just had to plug that in there. I know. I'm gonna get to my Baylor Bears in a second. I'm, nope. I'm Look, upset. His, was do you remember if it was a primetime slot or not, or if it was like a no? It was like block. a three okay. kickoff, three thirty because they moved the Bears Colts there. But yeah. well, any, like nobody's gonna, nobody wants to watch that. Yeah. We would we would want to watch Patrick Mahomes, but of course that's about it's it. It's been hyped up all week. Yeah, we already know that that Patriots offense is it's it's propped up on you know toothpicks and, and paper at the moment with what they have on you know in their skill position. So I don't think we want to be subjected to any type of torture. Not to say anything about the quarterback play if Cam's not playing, but at the same time, is they know that viewership, uh, viewership, and you know. Sold tickets, that's what brings them their money. And if they can't do that, they can't maximize upon that, then I don't yeah. know what they're going to do. Sounds like a problem they have on their hands down there in Foxborough, right? Foxborough. And um, another another game that got postponed this week, Tennessee-Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's looking like they're having that big outbreak that you talked about in week four. Um, so uh, it seems like every day, which – it's confusing to me, and Dane, let me know if you kind of feel the same way. It seems like every every day, as far as the Titans have gone this week, there's been two players element. testing positive. Yep. One player testing positive. Next day, three players testing positive. So it seems as if it's kind of like an outbreak happening in Tennessee. True. Question. Um, Do you remember how often or how frequently they were supposed to be testing in the NFL, I was it say, the day before or like the Friday? Or? So I'm not sure, but I'm getting it mixed up because I know in college, uh, at least in the Big 12, they're doing three times a week. Um, I, I want to say I'm not actually sure on that. We'll but fact check that. We apologize yeah. for our unprofessionalism. <laughs> Deontay's supposed to have these notes together and he just messes up everything. No, no, I'm just kidding. no it's this I'm beautiful view that I'm looking out right now. Is that I-45? Uh, no I idea. believe so. Anyway, uh, the Titans, <laughs> Titans Steelers got postponed yeah. and they had to shuffle around the Ravens matchup. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'll ask you this, Dane. It, What's up? As far as we've talked about COVID so much in our, our world, it's our part of our society. Right. But as far as sports goes and the NFL goes, what? How can the NFL salvage the season? I'm not saying the season's done, but what steps do they need to take? Do you find players for testing positive is if they do stuff that they're not supposed to? I, I feel I like they already have certain the standards. But. The standard needs to be, or if it hasn't been communicated already, the standard needs to be practice, home, 
airport, team airport, or wherever the team buses to go to the airport to fly to wherever you play, and then back home, and then practice, and team bus, airport, back home, practice. You know, and that needs to be the cycle. Like, we're we're at the point, we're past the point where these particular precautions need to be taken. We're at the point right now where you can't afford to be, you know, heading out to Magic City to get some chicken wings. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> you can't afford to be out here uh, at your alma mater on the sidelines watching them, you know, beat up on an FCS opponent. Well, I don't think we have any of that. Well, yeah, we, we can't afford that right now. We're past that. Um, at this particular time, there's too much at stake for them um, as athletes, as humans first. But more than anything, if they want to continue to see if we want to continue to see the 2020-2021 NFL season uh, conclude, then more precautions need to be taken than what they've been taking. Because I don't think they've been taking it as, serious, as seriously as they need to. We already had, what, Pete Carroll and uh, I forgot, was it Sean McVay? They got fined for not wearing oh, yeah. the mask on the sideline. Uh, Vic Vangio as well. A couple of so, coaches that... You it know, starts at the top. And I saw I saw that they had sent out a memo like the NFL was trying to crack down on that and they had mentioned yeah. like fines. They hit them with like hundred thousand, right? Right, yeah. yeah. So and I mean never sent a message, but it shouldn't have taken that. Exactly. But now it's like if that continues, right. we're talking forfeiting draft picks. And oh really? Now yeah. Oh, so like now that. that's like Okay, you oh, got you making the hairs on the hair head of the coaches stand up. Yeah. Like, All right, let's take like, this serious. Yeah, um, hundred thousand—that's nothing to right. know, multi-million, you know, coaches. But at the same time, it's like we have coaches that aren't following some a simple rule, you know, just keeping your mask on while on the sideline. So the expectation for me is the little you know light bulb above my head says ding ding ding. If my guy up here isn't taking this serious and taking this to the fullest extent every precaution that they're supposed to be taking, then everybody underneath them is doing the very same exact same thing. Right now, unfortunately we're not, I'm not saying, Oh, just because a coach doesn't wear a mask, that means that some of the teammates from that particular organization are going to be out here wild. And that's not what I'm saying, but the message clearly isn't being received by the NFL. Now, again, this is me blindly saying, I have no idea what the circumstances surrounding the players getting, you know, testing positive, who they're around, what they were doing, if there was anything extracurricular that they could have been avoiding. But at the same time, got to yeah. connect some sort of invisible dots and make some sort of assumptions. That's the thing. Like, I like how you mentioned, like, cracking down on or making like a set agenda <laughs> on what to do. But like, we saw it. We saw, for example, we saw it in the bubble where. Yeah. People still like they told them, "Hey, don't do this." this man, people are grown. Snuck in the old, old girl dressed up as a teammate. What's his uh, for the, the Rockets? I, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was uh, Daniel House. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> allegedly, now yeah, oh, yeah. we we didn't say allegedly. We heard we we heard some things. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, they like in the on. NBA, they were in a bubble. They told right. them not to do certain things, and you had players still doing that. So without a bubble, I it's, mean, you gonna it's wild, wild west. I, it's gonna continue to see you're going to continue to see that and i mean when they decided not to go with a bubble the nfl I, I, i'm sure mm-hmm. i'm assuming they knew that they would have certain situations but most it's going to be interesting coming back them. yeah coming back to the cam thing man just he's going to he's the biggest face so far to you know contract this or to be tested positive for mm-hmm. this and right. my thing is it's so crazy 
that he tested positive on a Saturday yeah. before the game when you've been practicing with your teammates so all week. No telling what type of sneezes, right. what type of coughs, what and this type is, of not having because he didn't he he don't. No, Cam doesn't wear a glove, so no. every time that yeah. man drops back and throws just a ball. Just in the facility, lifting yeah, weights. I'm man. sure they spray stuff down. I'm just assuming. The but high still, fives. You're around taking the snap from the center. All the time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so, and it's going to affect other teams that yeah. play them. Um, I think, yeah, the Broncos play the Patriots. are supposed to play the Patriots next mm. week, so. A lot, a lot is up. Okay, a lot is up in the air <laughs> as far as that, and I think the Bills play one of those teams coming down the stretch. So, the Bills Mafia. Um, speaking of my Broncos, Thursday night. Shout out to y'all. Um, Ripping. It feels like every time I, I'm critical of the Broncos and say we're going to lose, we win. But it was against the New York Jets, who looked like trash. Yeah. Uh, let's I just thought say it was it. a wrap for y'all boys when it, Sammy, when Sammy D. Scrape, yeah, 49 put, untouched. Put, was it Justin Simmons? He put on rollerblades, yeah. And I saw, I, I kept watching that play, and like it just was he looked like slide. he was about, yeah, yeah. sliding. Kareem yeah. Jackson just froze, but yeah, I thought it was a wrap, too. Um, yeah. we be uh, the Broncos beat the Jets 37 28. Um, mm. Brett Rippon, he looked okay for us, he, he had some nice throws and then hey, some he, WTF moments. He's a gunslinger, bro, yeah, so he some, was. Some for a third, was it third string? Yeah, the third string quarterback. He balled out, bro. From Boise State. He did, oh, I, I agree. I'm not saying like you, you know, the guy is not you know going to be the MVP in the, yeah. end of the season, but at the same time, you don't get that kind of quarterback play from your third stringers. Like, yeah, some teams would hope and pray for the backup to even have something like that. And you said undrafted, Ricky Fridge? Undrafted mm. from Boise State. Uh-huh. He said like all the records in the Mountain West, pretty much. But probably all the Kellen Moore's records. Yeah, mm. yeah. Interesting. Cowboys OC. Yeah, yeah, ex-Boys State quarterback. Yeah. Um, Broncos get the win against the Jets, and we might play the Pagers next week, depending on how everything goes. Um, (laughs) Would you feel okay? I mean, obviously, you got to take your wins the way you can, but would you feel okay playing a New England Patriots team without Cam Newton? Would that feel authentic to you? Oh, most definitely. (laughs) Win is a win, my brother. Because we're dealing with, you know, asterisks next to things like NBA Finals and stuff like that. But now you got to think about the best player on the team. Isn't going to be there. So I mean, hey. Of course, you got to get the win no matter what. Look but. at the Broncos roster. We don't have our starting nothing. quarterback, starting receiver. Vaughn's gone. Starting corner, A.J. Boye is gone. And shoot, nobody taking pity on us. So nah. hopefully uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully we could uh, pull it out down the road. Um, who's, who's, uh, who's the Jets fans from the group? Kadeem. Kadeem. Shout out to oh, Kadeem. I we, know it was we, rough, uh, we, we, we exchanged pleasantries. <laughs> we both we both texted. We're like, man, this our trash. team's trash. Yeah. We both were saying, man, y'all going to beat us. He's like, no, y'all going to beat us. <laughs> it was one of those things. But, uh, yeah, he he's about ready to Shout throw it in with the Jets. I mean, but his, uh, his uh, Miami Hurricanes, they're balling out. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, there's that. For sure. Um, one of those tight ends. Speaking of college football, man, um, on the way up here to Dallas – Mm-hmm. Um, just watching, listening to my Baylor Bears take an L today at West Virginia with no crowd. Well, they had the fans, family of the fans there, but so that's that's why I'm at with college football. I just, Moment of silence for those Bears. Yeah, man, not looking good today. Charlie Brooks game though, bro. Yeah, 
It's going to be tough. It's a, I don't know how many conference game. Yeah. And I don't know how many Baylor fans actually listen to the podcast besides my close friends. But if there are others out there that agree with me, please let me know. But I think you brave souls that just got your hearts ripped out on a national television. I think, I think Charlie Brewer, bro. Not feeling Man, not consistent enough. Because I remember last year you was all up on your boy. You I was. Know, was on your boy I was. Brewer. I he mean, looks, everybody was because he looked like a, a pro style. Qu- I mean, he looks. I, I, lost. I don't know. See, he, he looks, looks lost. lost. He looks like he doesn't have anything behind his arm, and I'm, I'm, I'm not sold right now. A lot of Baylor fans aren't sold. Um, you got to give him some sort of. Grace, though, because this is a new coach. You're right. A new staff, probably. New OC. I mean, for the most part, other than a few wrinkles here and there, is, is it the same playbook? New playbook? New, new it's a new playbook. So it's a new playbook. It's, so you got you to gotta have a little bit of grace. And plus, it's not like y'all got out there and got blown out. I like how you're trying to make this easy for me. But I'm trying to help tough. you out. It's, and all those hopeless the Baylor thing is, Bear fans West Virginia there. was worse. They're a worse team than ours talent-wise. And you can see it on the field. Yeah. But That's penalties cool. killed the game for Baylor. Uh, couldn't control the line of scrimmage. Mm. Offensive line and it wasn't destroyed. balanced. Game wasn't balanced. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. couldn't run the ball. And how did the turnover? Turn over the ball three times. Okay. Charlie Brewer. Time of possession. It was times where I'm not sure about time of possession, but there were times where just going down uh, the list. Just <laughs> it's what are you doing type moments, yeah. and I'm like, man, it's it's very frustrating. A teachable moment. Listen right? to the game, hopefully. Okay. But if not, I'm ready for Jacob Zeno to come in there. This guy. Backup that's the QB. Uh, brother with the locks? Wait, no. No, that's Bohannon. But Zeno was the uh, guy that came in in the Big 12 championship and okay. led us into overtime. And on but, uh, the next segment. <laughs> Dane, y- y'all see how Dane feels about my Baylor Bears. No, he, no, I just got to give him a hard time. I got to yeah. bring him back down to earth. Sometimes he gets every time, up in the clouds up every time, Saturn and Jupiter and stuff. That's, but I got to bring him down a little bit, make sure he's down to earth with everybody else. That, that's yeah. true. You told me the other day you have a new college football team that you're yeah, repping now. Yeah, I do have a new college wonder, team. Okay. And I've given you the opportunity to guess a number of times. And it's, you know, nothing. It's not going to come anywhere out of the blue. I've, it's, I like plenty of their players. Um, for those of you who don't know, I haven't had a college team since 2009. Was it Oregon, your old team, right? Well, yeah, that was that was short lived. That was more <laughs> so just because of the you know the uniform combinations. Yeah, I was going through a really weird time in my life where I was really really loving the different combinations that they had. So I was like, oh, I really like this Oregon team. So that was like maybe one season. Anyways, before that, I was a UT fan from about 2003 to about 2009. Ended tragically when I didn't get accepted into the University of Texas. Same, so, actually, yeah, yeah. So that's, that, that's how yeah. that happened. I, yeah, I was like, you know what, y'all don't think I'm good enough to be at your university, and then I'm not good. Wait, no, you're not good enough for me to defend your team. So I left, packed my bags, and I left. And I haven't had a college team since. Obviously, I was you know went to Sam Houston State University, so I was repping them really hard. But of course, you can't bring that up into a real conversation of uh, you know. Bowl eligible teams and, and talking about division one teams, you get laughed out of the conversation if you bring up an FCS. Doesn't matter how great or how consistent your team is, but as of today, well, I'm formally announcing I'm committing to being a superstand of the Ohio State University Buckeyes. Really? Yes, sir. So I, thought, I just talked about SMU out there, and you. 
I was I was throwing you off as a smoke. You definitely threw me off. Yeah, so okay, I, I went with the Buckeyes because explain this. There are a lot of players that I've liked coming from Ohio State uh, the past few years. Obviously, the first one being Zeke, um, but Terry McLaurin from the Redskins, baller, baller. Is he the best receiver in the NFC East? I'd say within the next three years, he will be the best. I've I've been on the record I've, saying this in the past. A few months, yeah, you last have. season. I, I do remember you. He's that. going to be the best receiver in the yeah. NFC East within the next three or four years. Um, but they're always this year, at least. My favorite prospect, or one of my favorite prospects, is Justin Fields. So, I mean, Big Ten coming back, yeah. So Pac twelve we'll, we'll, announced we today. A few weeks we got a few weeks to prepare uh, to kick off, but. I did want to go on the record and say that, uh, at least for the foreseeable future, I'll be rocking with the Buckeyes. Um, yeah, I like the creativity they bring on offense. Obviously, they have a lot of – they have a few local guys um, from Dallas uh, on the roster as well, so okay. I appreciate that. But more than anything, I just needed to put my stake in the game and get in those heated conversations and discussions and arguments and say, hey, <laughs> the Buckeyes are here to stay. <laughs> So Dane puts his stamp, yeah, the Dane Beasley stamp on the Ohio State Buckeyes. They start in a few weeks, Big Ten play. Um, I think, and and that I'm glad you mentioned Ohio State because that the kind of Ohio a set, State University, the Ohio State University. Um, <laughs> with I kind of wanted to ask you about this and see how you if you felt the same way about. Okay. The polls in college football. I don't think at, they at, matter. Sorry. Right. I didn't mean to jump. Get in front <laughs> you, of you with the guy. I was like, you, yeah, don't. You said the same same nah. thing I was going to say. So they've released the AP polls. Okay, so first the AP polls came out, and it had everyone, all the teams that were going to be. Looks as, yeah, they had the teams that weren't going to play at that moment in the polls. So you had the Big Ten teams, the Pac-12 teams that already said they weren't playing this year. So those were listed. So after week two or three, polls come out. So all those Pac-10, Big Ten teams were out. Right. Now that they announced they're coming back, another AP poll came out. It's like, wait a minute, y'all, we just kidding. Yeah, Ohio State's back in. Penn State's back in. So, and then the college, the real rankings that matter as far as the championship, the uh, college football playoff rankings announced they'll, they'll push back. Um, announcing those first set of rankings to November 20th. So we already know AP polls don't matter, but why even take the time to, I think, to be... Pick me, coach. Yeah. With the AP polls, there are people that, uh, virtual people that sit around the table and say, hey, this particular team needs to be here, this particular team needs to be there, this team needs to be there. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. If you don't value a particular or if you don't get the validation from a select group of people about said standings of teams, then there will be a void there. Uh, There won't be any type of respect, if you will, for that particular entity. So with them putting out these AP polls, uh, how fraudulent and weak and phony we think they are, I think it's just them acknowledging, hey, we we see you over there in the corner, AP. We still want to, you know, you're, you're still the king until we see these. And see, we see something formal. I don't know what formal is going to look like from this season or next season, but I think it has to be a situation for them to acknowledge some sort of entity or credit credibility for ranking college football. And I know that sounds weird, but that's just my guess. Yeah. If I had to guess. Right. Which is a guess. My guess. It's just like, man, 
like the big schools, like it's more like keeping that streak of, oh, we've been in the top 10 or we've been in the polls for yeah. 600 street weeks or whatever. Yeah. seems like it's uh, politics as far as it that's is. concerned. But um, it's one big pitching the uh, college football playoff rankings, they push back to, uh, I believe, November 20th. before 2020 is just weird with everything going on and definitely in sports with college football shortening the season with non-conference games NFL dealing with everything they're dealing with the NBA in the bubble NHL just finished with the Stanley Cup in the bubble as well MLB is about to head into the playoffs Um, so everything is just weird in that aspect and Dane you you're, you're a Lakers fan right um they're up 2-0 right now against the Heat of course. In, in, the fi- <laughs> in the finals. And it, it, it looks like they're going to finish the job. Yep. And they're going to bring the Larry O'Brien trophy to Los Angeles. That's the plan. My, my, <laughs> my question to you as a Lakers fan, I know in the past how you felt about LeBron as far as, you know, you weren't really on the LeBron hype train. No, not because of his uh, right, status, but right. just because of the fandom. The, right. people, the people that are, of course, somehow now Lakers fans because of he course. was on the team. The, that is what I didn't I didn't like. And, and it made me hard to accept him as the guy, the face of the NBA. Right. And then you've, you've also, you know, told me personally, like, yeah. man, I respect LeBron, who he is a person. Which, oh, yeah. Yeah, this has nothing to do with that. I know how you feel about him on that level. Um if they finish the job okay. with these last two wins, with everything that's going on this year with COVID and obviously with Kobe, um, Kobe not being here anymore, what, I guess it'll be a two-part question. Okay. What would it be or what would it mean to you mm-hmm. as a, you know, Kobe Bryant, you know, you've always been a Kobe Bryant guy. What what would this mean to you and for his family, Los Angeles, the the organization as a whole, if they could finish the job and, and get these last two wins? I think it's something that now if for whatever reason, if the Lakers lose in the finals, it's OK. And if for whatever reason, the Lakers win in the finals, it's still OK. The his legacy is his legacy with or without this ring that he's going to get. Sorry, I don't mean to come up arrogant saying that. But what it does for Laker Nation, what it does for that city, what it does for everyone that's been grieving uh, because of the lives that were lost on that day in January, it brings a sense of hope and it brings a sense of, okay, we needed this to get, not to get over it because we'll never get over it. Right. You lose someone, there, you know, that's a hard thing for anyone to cope with. But at least this allows the city to come together. Um, now, I have no idea what this would mean in the future, but anybody who's anybody can appreciate a story like this. Um, we lost a really great icon, 
um, some someone more than just a basketball player, but just a great human being. And I think uh, the icing on the cake would be to bring home the championship um, back to L.A. But all things are not promised. And of course, this is not about this isn't about any of us. Honestly, obviously, this isn't about any of us, but it's a sports does one good thing and unifies us and brings us all closer together. Yeah. So I think if anything, it'll just make us appreciate the ones that we have here at the moment instead of, you know, God forbid, waiting until they're gone to give them their roses. So right. anything, it just brings everybody close together. And we, you know, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that, man. It's, you know, they've, and not just with... Wait, did I answer both parts of that question? What was the second part? I already I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe you answered both because you mentioned the city. Yeah, I, I, okay. I said the city and then I said to you personally. Okay. Um, but with, I, I would applaud the NBA in general as far as, you know, with everything going on, they brought it together. And it yeah. the, like the product has been top-notch. They have um, the WNBA and the NBA. Yeah, they, WNBA as well. They are the standard. They will right. be the standard moving forward if this right. COVID isn't gone, you know, you know, within the next calendar year. Two right. Years. Like, they are the standard. And, yeah, as far as, you know, dealing with COVID, but also with, and we mentioned it time and time again on our episodes, as far as um, the social injustice movement and being... Um, Unified front. Unified front, yeah, and attacking the issues, using their platform as we we uh we like to say, and um it's something like they were really like and you mentioned it, the leaders of the yeah. movement among the sports leagues as far as all right, this is how we're gonna do it, this is how we're gonna address this issue. In every interview you ask me, I'm gonna bring up Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring up George Floyd, I'm gonna bring up the injustices in this country and how things need to change. Right. Um and like especially with the the Milwaukee Bucks um um, holding out, not playing that game. Yeah, that man. I mean, that stopped the that sports huge. world. But it also was like, okay, it pushed the agenda forward as it's as like, far right, as now you got my attention. What right, do I need to do to make right. sure that I'm not and like exactly. And so, um, and to go back to the original question I answered you, I, I definitely feel like this is just one of those seasons where it's meant to be for. The Lakers is meant to be for Los Angeles, for Kobe Bryant and his family and the fans of Kobe Bryant. And um, also, you know, the other families that lost their lives and a part of them was taken from them that day. And, um, you know, I I. uh, It's just it's just tough, man. It's still like with an icon that he was and. You still can't believe that he's not no, here. It's weird. Um, still weird processing that. Like, yeah. So saying, when they when you hear the commentators say his name in past tense yeah. versus present tense, that's still like a chilling, feeling vibe. Like, wait a minute, it kind of just brings you full circle. Like, okay, this isn't a dream. This is for real. This right. is day you know, hundred and fifty that he's no longer here. Talking right. To them, so. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's still tough. Strange, it, strange. It's, it's tough, but I I think it's definitely one of those things where. Um, it's it's just meant to be. And shout out to the Miami Heat because yeah. nobody thought they'd be there either. Jimmy Butler and those guys have been balling. Jimmy buckets. Um, but it looks like they've hit the injury bug. Yeah. Uh, these last few games, uh, Bam Adebayo is supposed to come back for Game Three, but we'll see. But it's gonna be tough to 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 overcome this Lakers team that Curtis. you know is on a roll and Anthony Davis balling out. LeBron doing what LeBron does in the bench, just 
Kyle Kuzma. I was just, really shocked. I was like, wait a minute, who are you and where have you been? Yeah. And I was like, oh, if you could just be more consistent. Yeah. Then, you know, not playing like Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? What's that? <laughs> I don't know. You probably saw it on Twitter. I forgot to share it with you, but it was like, of course, it was after Game One, and it was a picture of Bronny. <laughs> Did you see it? Yeah, I know you saw it. The Lakers are three wins away from the greatest. Yeah, from the Bronny getting the ass whooping. If you know, if you know, you know what we talking about yeah. with Bronny. But oh, I thought that was funny. Um, We've all yeah. been kids before. Yeah, we all made mistakes. So That's, it's just funny getting to see everyone else make mistakes now that you're older. Like ah, been a while since we've had our discussion on nerdy news as far as oh you mean like the justice league on. animated universe that you haven't caught up with yet um no comment Dude, everybody who's anybody I, listening to this deontay was supposed to be watching uh, several uh, animated short films about maybe an hour a piece uh from the justice league anime or not the just the dc animated universe and he has dropped the ball uh repeatedly so myself, i watched i Jordan watched brody and the Go ahead, man. I watched Redeem one. Yourself, I watched one. One out of like twenty titles that you were supposed okay, to watch. But I, I, this was months ago. We this was months okay. ago. We've all watched this and we're still waiting on you. But there's so many things on TV that I watch right this now. This is true. This is true. But you know, I, I think you with, with sports, with sports coming back, that just oh. threw my mind. Oh, yeah. Do I get a pass for that? <laughs> I, I hit the mic. <laughs> I hit the mic. No, we keep no pet. We keep you know what? No, I can't be the judge, jury, and executioner. Uh, there's four of us in that group. Three of us have a vote. You don't have a vote. This is myself, Jordan Brody. Shout out to Jordan Brody. Uh, Demarion Smith. Shout out to Demarion Smith. All three of us have a vote. Whether or not you get a pass or not, my vote is you don't get a pass. They'll, they'll give me a pass. Time. They right. will give me a pass. When they see this episode, uh, by that time, the bribe and payment will have been made and submitted. So it'll nah. be a three to zero vote in my they, favor. They will give me condemned. They will give me a pass. Thanks, guys, for giving me a pass. Mm-hmm. Back but, to what you were saying. Yeah. Before you rudely interrupted us. You interrupted. Hey. Anyway, um, I don't think we got a chance to talk about the new WandaVision trailer no, that came out. So WandaVision. Man. First. Man. Oh, go ahead. Spoiler alert. No, 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 no. Oh. Spoiler. WandaVision is going to be the first MCU project since Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. And a lot of people thought, we all thought, I thought that we wouldn't get any MCU projects this year. (laughs) They haven't announced it, but I've heard that that it's supposed to come out at the end of the year. If it doesn't come out at the end of the year, then it'll be the first time there'll be no MCU projects in in one year. In one calendar year. Right. I wouldn't blame them. At the same time, they're they're not losing anything by having it in the same streaming service that they plan on or the same method in which they plan on releasing it in the first place. I guess it's just post-production stuff and maybe some reshoots that they have to be for For WandaVision, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. so I I wouldn't hold that against them. I think they're done. You think they're done? Yeah. Maybe just building anticipation. I told you I'm like a... (laughs) You know how I be searching the interwebs and Reddit. Yeah, cool. Apparently they're done with filming and stuff, but the trailer was... Trailer was all that. It's about to get crazy for those that have. It's about to get weird too. Yeah, 
So one of it, what it seems like from my mind, Go ahead, push up your glasses yeah, into me, your nose. Yeah, from my mind, it seems like uh, for those that followed MCU and WandaVision, you know that or Wanda that she lost vision not once, twice, twice. Yeah, in Infinity War. Well, she perished too. But I don't know if she really knew. And then um, did he die in Endgame? Vision. Yeah, did he come back? No, he was he was died he died before the snap. Okay. So anybody he never came back. So it is one time he died. No, he died. She died. She seen him got go twice. Remember she oh, had to kill he him brought him back. Yeah. <laughs> or Thanos kill, brought him back. She had to kill him to get the stone out. And then, you know, <laughs> Thanos came by. I was like, yeah. no, nah, no, nah, girl, it's all good. <laughs> so just, she, you just watch this. And he turned back to right. time and he killed him again. So she had to see that man die twice right. in the span of like two minutes. That's crazy. So yeah. it it seems like she uh, she's bringing him back yeah, somehow, probably through That's her really own mind yeah. and um, manipulation really and her powers. Vision is back and um, seems like she's in her own little world, but her world could be affecting reality in real exactly. time. And from what we know, Doctor Strange is supposed to kind of, OK, be a signal card like, hey, we got to do something, something about wrong. right in this so, realm. Yeah, this series is supposed to feed into um, Doctor Strange 2. And I'm excited that, and even in the DCEU, they're doing all this mm-hmm. um, DCEU mm-hmm. multiverse. And Marvel, of course, we already knew back in the day they were going to do that. Yeah. DCEU. Um, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, seeing seeing WandaVision trailer, Dane, what was the first thing you thought? The first thing I thought was, okay, how is Nightmare going to fit into all this? Nightmare is a pretty dope villain that I think was I think has been confirmed um, for the Doctor Strange sequel, if I'm not mistaken. But my first thought was seeing, I was like, okay, this is pretty nice. This is weird. I want it to be very weird and very like pull you in in a Inception type of way. Um, the one of the second things that I thought about the trailer was, man. I really would have enjoyed this when I was a kid. Like yeah. Seeing, you know, waking up Saturday. All we had was the animated versions of X-Men and Power Rangers and, and Beetleborgs. The kids now, they don't understand how good they have it. They have all these, you know, comic book characters actually yeah. coming to life, which is something, of course, many of us can appreciate. But the fact that we're actually going to be able to get this. Now, they're releasing this on a weekly basis, right? Or yeah. Re- okay, cool. Disney Plus Weekly. Okay, so the third thing was like, man, we really get to wait and be on the edge of our seats for, you know, an hour on a Friday and then have yeah. to wait. And then, like, we get it consistently until, you know, it's, it's all finished. So I was blown away. I appreciated what they put into it. The misdirection I mm-hmm. appreciated the most because, like Disney, they, they always they always try to throw a curveball out there. And always. I think, there's no way for anybody that doesn't work inside of, you know, Marvel Studios to confirm what was realistic, what was uh, a misdirection, a counter, if you will, or what. So the seeing all the theories pop up on Twitter or Reddit, yeah. YouTube, it's been lovely just opening my eyes and my ears. I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. I never thought yeah. of it like that. So hopefully we get some weird, you know, House of M type stuff yeah. um, with with this show right so what, what were your thoughts what no, were your immediate thoughts yeah definitely like i i'm i'm just hungry mm-hmm. for any type of mcu i'm stuff. just hungry for I, I, bro it's it, man <laughs> i don't care i want it now like 
anything is gonna make me go wow basically Mine's just so exactly so anything that i see i'm gonna be in awe of okay. but i really think this show is gonna be like out of this world crazy never know what's gonna happen could see some characters come back true like even in the doctor strange movie with the multiverse and stuff so um speaking of multiverse what you got? Any news about that? Uh, Jamie oh, Fox? Jamie Foxx. Did you see the deleted post? Yes. Oh, I was like, what? Oh, they oh, deleted I, it. I wonder Mar- if that was intentional. No, Marvel said, bruh. Hey, <laughs> pull that down. Look, so, look here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so for those that don't know, Jamie Foxx has agreed. Sources say that he's agreed. And he posted it. So yeah. it's pretty much he back. official. Yeah. And man's to back, uh, back. come back as Electro in Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. So for those nerdy people that watch movies like us, you would know that he was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 um, with Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I liked his Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. And now he's coming to the MCU man. in uh, Spider-Man 3 with Tom Holland Spider-Man. And um, there was a post that Dane and I were just talking about where he had posted about um, he's coming back. Oh, he, my favorite part. Back, but I ain't in blue. Or, yeah, he said that. And then the first part, it was funny. He said, uh, tell Spidey, run it back. <laughs> Pick up them sticks. Yeah, he said, he said, tell Spidey, run it back. So Electro is coming back. Uh, Jamie Foxx. I mean, anything Jamie Foxx is in is fire. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, his his role as Electro was, was dope. Talk about range yeah. as an entertainer. That, Nobody's yeah. touching that dude. Man, yeah. he's, yeah, I agree. I agree. Jamie Foxx coming back for, it's supposed to start filming next year. We'll see. So, well, yeah, depending on everything it, that's going on. That's going to be um, Falcon and Winter Soldiers is back to filming. Hopefully they finish up. We know Black Widow is done. Obviously, they keep pushing back that film release. I don't know how long they're going to do that because they want it to be in theaters and everything's do that. going. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how long. Black Widow is going to be able to be held without like, all right, let's just really, I'm just, you know, I am um, selfish. I want it on Disney plus, but I, I see, I guess they're just trying to make some money off of it, but I don't, I don't, I don't know how they're going to be able to do that, but, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, man. Yeah. And then, um, man, dang in what a little over a month. Right. Next gen councils are coming out. Oh boy! And this is where I'm going to pass it to you because uh, you were going through some frustrations about, you know, what happened as far as we both agreed that we wanted to get the PlayStation Five first yeah. and foremost. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I was, thank God, able to secure it <laughs> because I am a nerd. No, and not like some life changing surgery that you needed, but just to reserving <laughs> a, a console. I know, right? I'm, no, I'm no, such a nerd. No, no, I'm right there with you because I've, you know, I was one of those unfortunate folks that wasn't able they, to to get my my console pre ordered. They did that on purpose. Oh, of course they did. Come Talking on, man. about, this wh- about why? The money. why? This is about the money. You why? Got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your, your father ain't home. Why? That's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. I think it's uh, they knew what they were doing with not telling where the you know not telling or publicizing the retailers or the names of retailers of who who you could go through to get your your system. I think it was it was the best way possible to generate buzz about your product as well as to get as many people frantically talking and begging about the best way possible to get their hands on a PS4. I will not name any of these people that I know, but I know of at least five people. Horrible people that went on to pre-order not one, not two, <laughs> upwards to ten PS5s 
And in, ter- in terms of or in the possibility of flipping them around and selling them to people who might be so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anxious, yeah. desperate, do for, anything yeah. for it. So yeah. pay they're already ten up times on, it's yeah. worth. They're already up on eBay, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I'd have to wait till they hit stores because I, unfortunately, maybe my internet wasn't as good as I thought it was, or maybe I'm just slower than I, you know, think I nah, am. So I just have to wait till the good stores and give me a digital, a digital console. So You'll it's get all it. good. You'll get it eventually. Um, I've never had one on day one anyway, so it's all good. I'll, yeah. I'll wait. You mentioned that. You yeah. mentioned that. Um, I'll live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that was a great episode, bro. It's being able to see you and record this at the same like we see each other usually, but be blessed, in, in person we got this beautiful view here at Hello Studios in downtown Dallas, looking Can at the interstate. Here, bro? I know. Oh, tell Karina. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really wish we could do this on a weekly basis because that'd be dope. But yeah, we wanted to do something special. Also, got a couple of things in the works that. You guys will see eventually we're really excited about certain things that are coming up for us. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, anything, Dane, you want to say before we get out of here, bro? No, no, I have nothing to add. I think you cover everything again. Shout out again to Hello Studios for allowing us to use their space. And yeah. they were so cool. Um, they're very helpful getting everything, helping us get everything set up as tedious as that seemed or sounded or could have been mm-hmm. maybe even more unique than that. But no, I have yeah. nothing to plug there. I got one quick thing Uh-oh. that just like kind of popped in my mind with everything that's going on. Switching and college football teams? No, 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 not at all. I'm riding with, okay, riding with the bears still. Um, but, um, there, there are people out there that, don't feel like they need to vote. Mm. And I just wanted to take the time to say, man, Talk to one, and I'll say one thing really quick. If you look up, you'll see some politicians, some people that are trying to do certain things to make it harder to vote. Some shady things. Shady things. Voter so what, what's, what does that tell you? If you think that your vote doesn't count, but they're trying to tell you are they trying to make it just seem like you can't vote? I don't know. I ain't the smartest I, brother in the world, but it seems like, like that they're trying to prevent you from doing something that means a lot or right. holds a lot of weight. So exactly, I mean, that's that's all I'm least, say. You know, research who's going to be in your ballot. Your ballot. <laughs> research is going to be on your ballot. Hey man, check your ballot. Research is going to be on your ballot, and you know, make it an. Uh, a wise decision about, you know, what you're going to be doing here. Cause it's going to affect you. It's going to right. affect your family, your children, you know, for the, at least the next four years, yeah. if not more than that. So, and down the line, make, make sure you're registered to vote. That's, that's what we're going to say on the way out. Make sure you register to vote, research your candidates, oh, yeah. know what you got to do, get to the polls and vote, man. Yeah. That, that's how we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Um, you can listen to our episodes, on any digital streaming platform wherever you listen to them or on our website www.theduosportsandstuffpodcast.com and we will catch you all on the next one alright y'all peace